Welcome to Funding the Dream, the number one podcast for the number one crowdfunding platform, Kickstarter. Now here's your host, Richard Bliss. Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm your host, Richard Bliss, and we appreciate you joining us for another episode. And I appreciate especially those fans who have been supporting us on Patreon. One of our latest ones is James Frew. James, shout out to you. Thank you very much for the uh, generous support and for being a fan. We certainly appreciate that. And also thank you for those who are participating in our Facebook group, Funding the Dream on Kickstarter podcast Facebook group, where you've been asking questions uploading content and sharing your insights and engagement. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. It's made the show uh, even that much more interesting as we've been able to interact with fans as they listen to episodes and then ask questions. Today, my guest is someone who I just recently came into contact with. They had an interview with my previous guest, Devin Thorpe, and they are doing an interesting project on Kickstarter, and I wanted to have them come on the show so we could talk about it. My guest is Lisa McGregor, who has a book. She's an author of A New Alphabet for Humanity. Lisa, thanks for joining me. Thank you so much, Richard. I appreciate being part of your show. This is fantastic. Well, this is a lot of fun because uh, you and I just met, but we have a mutual friend, Devin, who uh, was my guest just uh, recently on the show. And he interviewed you because you are doing something rather interesting. It's on Kickstarter. But give my audience a little bit of background of kind of where you're coming from and how you got to this point. Wonderful. Well, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Devin and I have known each other for close to a decade, and, and really we had a shared passion for, for social and environmental change. In fact, we, we started a social entrepreneurship co- course a few years ago, and this project uh, for a new alphabet for humanity really sort of was inspired by that idea of how I could be part of creating change uh, for the younger generation. You know, I have a three-year-old son right now, and uh, I realized the phase in life that I'm in, uh, I got this idea. I got this idea to to really think about how I could actually be part of, of creating change in education. So, um, yeah, happy to share a little bit about the story of the book, if, if you're open to that. Absolutely, because um, you have – you. Um, the book, it, it is an interesting story because I've had children. Uh, well, I still have them. They're just, they're grown now. I have a, also a grandson. And so, yes, I can remember that experience of going through A is for apple, B is for book, uh, C is for car, D is for dad, and uh, those type of things. But I, I think you kind of took it to another level, didn't you? I did. I was at the beach one day and I realized I, I taught my son, he's three years old, I taught my son the alphabet and, and I was looking at him and I, I, I thought, gosh, what is it that I can be teaching him right now that's important, that's meaningful? And I got this idea. I thought I should be teaching him words like compassion and empathy and bravery and diversity. So many of the words that uh, so many of us as adults are learning how to embody at this age, right? And, and I realized, you know, I don't think it's ever too early to learn. And my son lit up. I started explaining what compassion meant, what empathy meant. And I started getting excited about this idea that really we spend so much time educating our kids on on mind-based things, right? The, the education really starts with mind. A's for apple, B's for book, C's for car. What about the heart? And so I, I just got inspired. I wrote this list of words down. And I thought, I wonder if I could create an alphabet out of this. And so I wrote the list down and I came home from the beach and I shared it with my husband and he looked at me and he was like, Lisa, this is really profound. He said this whole idea of actually teaching these words to young kids. And then I really got thinking about it. It's like, wow, imagine how different the world would be 
You know, if we actually knew how to embody compassion and empathy and kindness from an early age. And so I started sharing this list of alphabet words with some of my close friends that have kids and every single one of them lit up. And I, I sort of knew that I was on to something at this point. <laughs> and so I, uh, I was inspired. I thought, you know what, we should put this onto Kickstarter and just see just see what the reaction is, just see what people think about it. And uh, and here we are. Well, here we are because your Kickstarter campaign went live. You uh, look, were looking for several thousand dollars. How much was the funding level that you were looking for? Uh, the initial funding goal was just 5000 And that was based on the cost of artwork and printing and uh, that type of thing, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, illustration costs, the production costs, all of that. Had you published a book before? I did. I actually published a children's book prior to this, and that was one of my greatest joys. We took my son around the world the first two years of his life, and I thought, you know, I want to create a book that really documents the experience and really inspires other families to travel. And so I really uh, realized I had a gift with, with creating children's books, and so that's, that was sort of the impetus to, to create a new book. And uh, yeah, that's, that's really how it started. So you brought it to Kickstarter. You had a $5,000 funding goal. You put it out there because you had got this positive reinforcement from family and friends. And then what happened? It was amazing, Richard. So we, we literally just did a soft launch to friends and family and our networks on social media. And uh, it was incredible. It was actually my 42nd birthday. And my husband sent me a text message and he says, how does it feel to have your whole campaign funded? And, and I kind of thought he was joking. I thought, I wonder what, he, what he's talking about. And so I looked and I realized, oh, my goodness, I'd actually had uh, one individual uh, put a pledge for $3,000 toward the book. And, and we had successfully funded the campaign within 48 hours. And I was completely in tears. I thought, this is so incredible. And if there's one thing I've learned about business and, and about putting anything into the world, it's, it's is it something that the world wants? Is it something that the world needs? And, and that truly was uh, the confirmation for me. And I was so grateful. It was just it was just an incredible experience to, to have that happen. We've certainly, uh, on the show, I've talked extensively about this power of what Kickstarter has done, and it's allowed us to change the conversation when it comes to money because you're able to take people who have dreams and passions and then allow them a safe place to actually ask for money rather than associating it with any kind of begging or uh, needs-based, right? A, hey, I'm, I'm impoverished. Can you sustain my lifestyle? But instead, now we have ideas and we get to fund those ideas. And before, really before, not Kickstarter, but crowdfunding as a whole caught on, it was very difficult to have that conversation. Because I can imagine walking up to your friends and saying, hey, could you give me $20? I want to go publish this children's book. And it would have been a very different experience without something like Kickstarter around. Absolutely. And, you know, I remember Kickstarter at the, in the very early days of this platform launching, and I was excited about the idea of starting it or, or starting a campaign. And I, I've had many creative ideas over the years. Uh, this one really has been the closest to my heart. And uh, so it's been it's been an amazing experience working working on the Kickstarter platform. So a couple of questions. One is, uh, how do you teach children how, you know, I'm a father of five. I should have figured this out a long time ago, but I don't think I have. Not that my children don't have compassion and empathy, but how do you teach that at such a young age with words in a book? Well, this is what's fascinating, Richard. I realized that this is part of the gap in education, right? Because we go right, right into the mind-based education. And uh, so in answer to that, uh, my intention behind the book was to create a beautifully illustrated book that would allow a parent to read each of the words to their children, especially for busy parents that, you know, uh, teaching these important values is, is uh, unfortunately can become such an afterthought for us because we're so busy. So I thought, wow, what about putting these words into a book? 
um, matching it with an illustration that children can relate to, and really talking about it. So the book actually becomes a talking piece uh, where parents can engage with their children and, and talk about the words. You know, what does compassion mean? What does it mean to be em- empathetic? What does it mean to be kind? And, and from there, my vision is very exciting. I want to create a love-based education curriculum. And so I'm working with a group of young ladies right now um, to, to think about how we can actually put together a curriculum that, Im- that allows young children to learn how to embody the words. So to get more specific with you, um, even with my three-year-old son, I've been really practicing uh, with little things. An, an example would be, you know, baking cookies and taking them to the local nursing home or, you know, sharing, have a nice day, you know, saying have a nice day to people that walk by on on, um, on the boardwalk if we're at the beach. Uh, just little pieces, little acts of kindness and compassion. And I realized if we can teach children how to embody these things from a young age, it's just going to become completely natural and normal to them uh, to, to do it. And and to really be change makers from an early age. Well, we certainly hope so, don't we? As we watch uh, some of the divisiveness that's in the public um, uh, public domain right now, and the conversations that are happening all around the world, um, having a little bit of compassion and empathy would certainly go a long way right now. I, I really think so as well, Richard. And I and that's one of the reasons I was inspired to to really focus on this book and this project. I mean, I, I've got so many business opportunities and I, I had another venture. I was actually in the process of, of launching and I realized, wow, this project is really important. I feel that for, for the for the very reason what we were, we're talking about, which is that the world needs more compassion, more love, and and what a better you know what better place to start than with the young generation that's coming in, and and also my intention with the book is that you know it becomes a heart opener for parents as well. I mean, so many of us are still learning how to embody these words ourselves, and so it's it's really a win win. <laughs> It is as you as you have launched this on Kickstarter and used crowdfunding. You mentioned that you had done, done a book before. Were there anything anything particular that maybe surprised you about putting this campaign out there? Uh, you've mentioned one of them. And that is how quickly people embraced it and how much uh, generosity there was. Anything else? I think really uh, passion is is really the key to success. You know, I know for myself, I've been involved in so many different ventures over the years, and and my lesson in all of it has been, if I don't have a really deep passion for what I'm doing, and and I think a lot of us can relate to this, you end up stalling out. And so um, that's sort of been my guiding force. Is I, you know, I'm super passionate about social change, social impact, uh, the environment, education. I thought, wow, you know, if I just stay completely aligned with my passions, that is really the key. Uh, And so that's you know. You know, that's kind of my uh, my advice to people is that if you want to start anything, just check in. You know, do you feel a thousand percent passionate about what you're doing? And if you do, um, you will have that fuel to to keep you going, especially when things are difficult. Because really, the journey of uh, any project, uh, you know, it's it. You know, people think it's a sprint, but it's not. It's a marathon. And so, uh, you know, that passion is really important. You know, that brings up an interesting point: the marathon aspect of this, because you're running your Kickstarter campaign, and there's that initial burst of interest and excitement. And then there kind of gets to be that that, that lull in the middle, right? Yes. And you got to keep that going, even though you're buoyed by the fact that you know that you have already funded. Yes. What's, when, you, when you look at that, the money's going to come in, the Kickstarter campaign's going to end, you're now going to have the next phase and step. What advice do you give people to make that, to make that transition? Because you're about to enter into that, about how do you find, how do you get it published? How do you make sure that, you don't get bogged down in just all the tiny details. 
Well, I'll tell you a little secret that I've just discovered. It's actually amazing. Uh, there's a group of young people uh, that started a platform called Gen M, Generation M, like I guess for millennials. And the whole idea is that you can hire uh, people to take on internship projects uh, so it's a win-win for businesses that want someone who is really excited and passionate about getting additional work experience um, through an internship program. And so uh, for myself, I, I realized, you know, one of my big passions is mentoring young people. I've been doing it all my life. And what a great opportunity. And so I, I do have a, a beautiful intern working for me right now. Um, and I do have some other marketing support. I think it's very, very important to get clear on uh, what's what, what is your zone of genius with Within the project, what is your very specific skill and talent that you're best at? And then what can you do to delegate everything else out to a team of people to work on? Um, and so my intern has been a saving grace. She's amazing. Um, so I, I highly recommend, you know, if people want to check out the Gen M platform, uh, that's a great place to find young people that can support your projects. Oh, and, that's great. Yeah. I like that one. What's the, let me just, I'm going to look that one up while we're on the, while we're on air. Absolutely. Is it, is it just Gen M, Gen M.com? Correct. Yeah. M for millennial. Right. Gen M.com allows you to bring in interns. Is it, is there, um, not to shift the conversation. Oh, hang on. I think I got Oh, no. It's okay. But uh, how did you find them? Uh, amazing. I've, I've been sort of in the online space for quite a while. And uh, I saw an advertisement, I believe, and it was talking about mentoring young people. And of course, that caught my attention. And, uh, you know, I always consider every employment engagement has to be a win win. Uh, it has to be something that's mutually beneficial. It's not just an employment contract. So it really appealed to me. And uh, I found an absolutely incredible intern through this through this project. She's a true humanitarian. She's incredibly bright. And so it, you know, it's been a real success. I, I highly recommend it for entrepreneurs that, uh, you know, especially being resourceful with, with funds when you're in the early stages of building something. Right. And just, and so for clarity, I've just, I've found it. It's gen That's right. Dot co. Yeah. I had to put dot com and it took me, oh. uh, it took me in the wrong place. So yes, students love gem. Oh, this looks fascinating. Particularly I know because so many of my, um, listeners are wondering about how they find resources in the beginning when they're launching a passion of uh, a project of passion and they're trying to find that way to make it work. And, and so this is a place where uh, young interns are able to get work experience by working with somebody like yourself. Um, and, and okay, well, this is going to be, I think, extremely interesting and helpful to the audience to uh, take that back. Do you have any other exciting little tidbits that have made it successful to get where you're at? Well, you know, I've also found incredible people on Upwork as a platform uh, that also uh, allows you to find freelancers. In fact, for my original book project, I put a post out to find a children's illustrator. Now, I had close to a thousand applications. Oh, it was my. Yeah, it was amazing. And Daniela, the woman I'm working with, she absolutely stole my heart. She has the most beautiful children's illustrations to personally I've ever seen. And it, it brought tears to my eyes seeing her talent. And so I'm so incredibly grateful to be working with her again. Uh, and that came from Upwork. So I'm a huge fa a fan of really sourcing global talent. You know, my, my uh, illustrator is from Romania. Um, my intern, uh, she spent time living in Africa. She's from Africa. Africa originally um, lives has lived around the world. She lives here in Canada now. So I just I just love the idea of 
um, giving young people and people around the world a chance to uh, have an opportunity to work with us. So Upwork is definitely another recommendation that I have for for finding great talent uh, that can support you in your project. Excellent. And so uh, if people want to find out right now, the project's on Kickstarter at the time of this recording. It's called A New Alphabet for Humanity. They can find that there or they can find it under your name, Lisa, which is spelled L-E-E-S-A McGregor, spelled just like McGregor, um, right? And so that's how they can find it on Kickstarter. And then what's your URL for uh, your website? Uh, The website is newalphabetforhumanity.com. So just newalphabetforhumanity.com, or people can look me up on Facebook. I've got the details there, and uh, it's Lisa, L-E-E-S-A, McGregor, M-C-G-R-E-G-O-R, as you mentioned. Right. Well, this is perfect. Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the show and to share a little bit of insights about your project and kind of what's inspired you to do that. I certainly appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate you, Richard. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful to connect with you. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. My guest has been Lisa McGregor. She has a book called A New Alphabet for Humanity that's currently on Kickstarter, inspired by talking to her three-year-old son and sharing and teaching him deeper concepts, as she said, concepts of the heart rather than simply of the mind. A is for Apple, but also A is for appreciation. A is for a lot of other things. And uh, I uh, appreciate her being on the show. If you have any questions, any comments, any insights, go ahead and share them on our Facebook group, Funding the Ream on Kickstarter podcast on Facebook. We'd love to see uh, what you have to say and what you thought about our show. Thanks for listening. Take care.